my butt prank. Your face is a pain in your butt. Did you prank your butt? Ooh. So, uh, welcome to week 878 of the Crankcast. Hope you all had a good Chris Makepeace Day week. And then, uh, you know, whenever Mike decides the Getty Watanabe Day week is going to be, I don't know. There is no Getty Watanabe Day! You're the one that made it up, dude. Anyway. Make no man. So, uh,. You ready for the show this weekend? Uh, I am not, but uh, that's fine. That's I'm fine. trying to be okay with it. You should be. Um, I have to... My car is kind of rattling underneath, so I'm driving Julie's car today. Hmm. And I have to... Pack up that car because I have to go pick up Rafer tomorrow at the train station. I guess I'll set up. But he gets in at 10 and they don't let it people in until noon. So I guess you can fill that time. Sure, lunch or something maybe. Or brunch maybe. Long lunch. That's true. Did somebody steal the catalytic converter off your car? No. It, it's not like that. It's more like something rattly, like wheel wheel stuff. Oh. So. I remember the first car I bought in Chicago, which I bought off one of those you know little tiny lots on Western right there. Um, I was driving around on it for... I don't know, three, four months after I bought it. And it kept making rattling noises, and I didn't think too much about it, and then it suddenly got worse, and then the steering got funny. So I mm-hmm. took it to a garage, and it turned out it was only, like, the, I think it was the front passenger tire was only held on by one bolt. And the, mm-hmm. re- the rest of them had sheared off. Because <laughs> I guess they got rusty or something, I don't know. Um, so the rattling was the the rim of the tire bouncing back and forth against the, the thing. The rotor or whatever. And um I was like, oh, that could have been a disaster, <laughs> you know. Fortunately oh. you never really have to drive all that fast if you're not on the highway. Still could have been an accident though. Pretty bad. So was I lucky that I didn't get into an accident or was I unlucky for having bought that car in the first place? No. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, th- after I got that fixed, it worked fine until I got rid of it. That was that little, um, what the heck was that? It was an Isuzu something or another. Remember that little, like, half convertible thing I had? It was red. Mm. It kind of looked like a SUV, but it, it was just a two-wheel drive that sat up high. I do remember that. Um... But yeah. So, anyway. No, uh, I'm not ready. And uh, my car is a little weird. And I got things to do. 
finish stuff. Blah, 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 wine, wine, wine. So I heard, uh, I heard Rafer staying with you for like a month or something? A month? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to add any more stress to your stress. Why, why would you think that, though? I was just making a joke, man. <laughs> I just don't understand. I don't think. I was just making a joke. Mm-hmm. Didn't think. How is it a joke? Because why is it funny? Because how somebody, is it funny? Because somebody supposed to be coming in for con stays for a month. That's kind of funny. No, not funny. Kind of funny. Sounds no. like the plot to a dumb eighties movie. Speaking of plots to dumb 80s movies, I've been watching a lot of them. <laughs> from Why? That, from that VHS link I sent you. Oh, yeah. Thanks for that. I, I I thought I wanted to see that movie, and then I saw the movie. Now I'm kind of sad that I saw the movie. I can't believe I made it through it. Yeah, I can't believe you did either. Mostly it was because I, I was just... I think I was... Well, apparently I was working, so I didn't actually have to watch it, watch it. Apparently you were working. Well, no, I mean, I was working, but I was watching... Apparently it's because I was watching it while I was working, is what I meant to say. Um, But every time I'd look up, I I was just sitting there going, why? (laughs) Why? Yeah, it's... I mean... uh, Okay, for one thing, the guy definitely saw Six Street Samurai before he made this movie. Okay. It's kind of the same movie. And I'm assuming from the title they intended to riff on Magnificent Seven, right? Yeah, but there's only three of them. Right. That's what I'm saying. I don't think they actually followed through on it. (laughs) But there were two sequels. (laughs) Yeah, but I read up on that. And the, the sequels are more infuriating because it's just... The foot, same footage moved around. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense then. Because when I looked it up, I'm like, well, it's got all the same actors and stuff, so it must be like, they must have shot them really close together or something. Well, that that's the annoying thing, because this one's so hard to watch because of all of the... It's, there's, it's nothing but the same scene repeated over and over again. Well, and then they would do that thing where they would take like a two second one second snippet and repeat it like five times in a row yeah that's what I just said well, I, but I wanted to clarify that rather than saying that they just kept repeating like an actual whole scene you know they, were, they would do these like rapid jump cut snippet things and one time they did it with different can- camera angles or twice once or twice they did but either way it was still like why <laughs> you know yeah it was really annoying you would think a movie with people running around in roller skates and rollerblades and, and stuff like that, with, you know, ninja swords, would be more fun? You would hope. I mean, because honestly, that, that movie made Roller Gator look like a gem. Yeah, I. it was painfully obvious when I started watching this that it was the same guy. I did not know that. And then everything started making sense. <laughs> and then there was a, there's one other movie that I don't know if it's related to them or not, but it's another roller movie. 
called, um, oh, shoot, what was it called? Let me see if I can find that again. Um, oh, Rollerblade Warriors. Came, it's the same guy? Came out in 89. I don't... I, I When I saw it, it came up, like, in relation to these movies. As being, like, a part of a series of themed movies or whatever. But I don't know if it's the same guy or not. Mm-hmm. Um, it was definitely just... Did you ever see a movie called uh, Shredder Orpheus? Shredder Orpheus? Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, early 80s, I think, early early mid-80s. What? Is what? Uh, Sean is laughing at that name, Shredder Orpheus. Well, okay, so it's, basically it's the story of Orpheus, the, the, you know, the myth, um, oh. going down the rescue of, what was her name? Not Persephone, but... But this one shreds. Well, he does, he rides a skateboard. And it's got sort of a, a punk new wave soundtrack to it. It's not a terrible movie. It's actually kind of fun. Um, I own the soundtrack on vinyl and stuff. But um, it, my point was that this roller movie, <laughs> almost like they looked at that and went, yeah, we can do something, but not quite as good. Or something like, because all the weird mysticism shit that was going on in that rollerblade movie. Or pseudo mysticism, I guess. And this actually I thought was interesting is that they didn't roll straight credits in the front. They introduced people as they were on screen. Oh, Rollerblade 7? Yeah. Yeah, there's credits near the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what was the thing where the guy shows up and it just shows, it says Utility Ninja all of a sudden? It was like, what does that mean? That was his character's name. Uh, but he just showed up. Like, it, it's after the guy dies, too. <laughs> so he's, like, lying there on the ground, and then the screen goes black, and it just says, Utility Ninja. Like, there was something that needed to go there. Like, you were supposed to provide the Utility Ninja to it, make the movie start again? <laughs> it didn't help that the uh, they would also intersperse title cards in there, and they looked exactly the same as the credits. So, like, you almost—it almost made it like the credits were title cards of some sort. Yeah. Um. And I, I didn't understand the end at all. I didn't understand any of it. Cause, like, how do you mean the end? Well, you understood the rest of the movie. I mean, it's it sort of no, I didn't. <laughs> That's what I thought. I mean, it's—I was gonna say it sort of had a plot. But then I, I realized as soon as I was thinking that that it really didn't. I mean, I guess it did. It was loosely strung together in some sort of linear order. <laughs> but I, I didn't get the, like, okay, so the, the people were lying there next to the motorcycle, and then, then the one person disappears, and then they both disappear. But Well, here's the thing. I looked up, and I was like, why is the thong lady trying to kill him now? Yeah. Because they were buddies. Was she under the other dude's power or something? And Well, I thought she was just jealous that the guy got married. So it's like a Guns N' Roses video. It was very much like a Guns N' Roses video. Huh. Because she was the... I, I'm not, I wasn't really clear. Was she the 
Sheriff Mike or whatever, not Sheriff Mike, <laughs> um, Officer something or another. I don't know who she was. Like, they, they never really said names in the movie. I, I, you just had to infer who they were from the title cards and the credits. Like, yes. The clown was named Kabuki. I know that. The, kabo- the ca- clown was called Kabuki? Yeah, the clown was Kabuki. How come when she dies, it says Kabuki escapes? She gets back up again and shows up. No, no she dies again. That dude chops her up. Oh, did I miss that part? Yeah. Or was I just so stunned by the whole thing? None of this makes sense, dude. I, and I really didn't understand her role anyway, because she just kept poking people with bats. Like It was halfway through the movie before I realized it was a she. Oh, yeah, yeah. I could see that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I don't know, man. That's definitely a movie that leaves you with more questions that you don't really want answered. Because by the time you're done with it, you're kind of just disgusted with thinking about it and you're over it. I guess the questions were what the sequel answered, maybe? And that's why it was all the same footage, just rearranged, so it would properly explain it to you? Uh, seems like a working theory, anyway. <laughs> oh no. I'm upset about it. I'm glad you finally got to see it, though. Yeah, I guess I am, too. I mean, you, you can tick that one, tick that box on your list, you know? Yeah, that's true. Um, there's, but there's there's a treasure trove of shit on that, at that link, though, man. I mean, I've watched probably six, seven, I don't know, 20 movies so far that I've never seen before. Now... Twenty already? Well, I, I, I've just been watching them back to back while I work. You know. Um. Now, I mean, out of those, only like seven of them were okay or worth worth thinking about. I think maybe. And one of them I was on the fence about. There was a movie called The Refrigerator. The Refrigerator. Yeah, it was from like ninety one, ninety or ninety one, and it uh, it was basically about a possessed refrigerator. That eats All right. I mean, I'm not big on the quality of these things, plus you can't get, uh, uh, what do you call them? Uh, subtitles? Yeah, because yeah. I really live by the subtitles. I understand, yeah. And yeah, the quality's not great. And some of the things in that list I, I, I know have current digital releases that are, are better looking. But some of the stuff I'm not sure ever has made it yet. So VHS might be the only way you get to see it. Um, and you know, in that case, I doubt there's probably subtitles for it unless they're hard coded in the VHS. Um, yeah, I just like I, I just watched one that was called Ecstasy Inc. from 1981. Ecstasy Inc. Yeah, and it, it's it's terrible. I mean, it's terrible in that depending on what you're looking for, it's loosely a. What were you looking for? Well, I'm, I'm saying, like, you might like it if you want a whole bunch of uh, sex scenes strung together loosely with a guy that picks up hitchhikers and murders them. Hmm. Um, but if you're looking for, like, a horror movie, it's not that. It's just 
sex scenes. Like, full nude sex. You don't see penetration, but so I guess it's softcore, technically. But, uh, yeah, that one wasn't very good. And somehow I still watch the whole thing, though. Somehow. <laughs> I guess it was the boobies. Somehow you saw the whole thing. It was the boobies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Um, but yeah, then there's, I mean, there's just, uh, there's so many on there. That refrigerator movie, I, I, like I said, I'm on the fence about that one because it's kind of funny and I gotta, I like those kind of like possessed object movies. <laughs> like the, the bed that eats people and stuff like that. Well, there's a couple of bed that eats people movies. Well, and then there's that other one where, with the, the possessed chair, like the recliner sofa thing. Oh. Huh. Um... That might have just been called the chair. I can't remember. <laughs> but like, so you know, I mean, there's not like a ton of these kind of movies out there. But I, I like watching them because they're they're usually really dumb, and it's interesting to see how, uh, you know, like a bed kills people or whatever. You know, just stay off the bed, right? I mean, it's like shark uh, movies. Just stay out of the water. About the uh, the original one from the, the '70s. Well, that '70s one's definitely the weirdest, I think. Yeah. But there was a more recent bed movie that was really similar. And by more recent, I'm, I'm thinking like 2000s and up? That like the full moon one? Where the, like, it's, it's more sexy? I guess so, yeah. I mean, I, I guess it was sexier than the 70s one. Maybe the 70s one was sexy in the 70s. No, it was just weird. And I'm pretty sure that chair movie was in the last decade. But, uh, yeah, the refrigerator one's 91. It's a, it's a super low-budget movie. Um, yuppie white couple from Ohio, like northern Ohio, moved to New York because they get promised a cheap apartment, but the cheap apartment contains a possessed refrigerator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, it, you know, once they move in, then hijinks ensue kind of thing. I don't think it's meant to be a comedy. It's funny in spots, but not for the right reasons, I think. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. There have been some decent ones, though. Like, um, there was a there was a straight-up comedy from 90 called Dream a Little Evil. Dream a Little Evil. That's a comedy? Uh, it's like a horror comedy. So, uh, this guy lives in a house with his brother. His brother's a dick. Um, he's kind of smarter and inventor, and he invents this machine that takes your brain waves and transfers them to reality. And then they wind up summoning a like an evil monster ghost thing. Oh, and also Lyle Wagner is the devil, or not the devil, death. Lyle Wagner is death. Yeah, yeah. And not not to play up his role, it's a, it's a cameo. Like he shows up in two scenes, but. It was just funny having Lyle Wagner's death on there. But it, that, one's, that one's more or less a comedy. And I'd never seen it before. Um, another 1990 movie that was, I think, more horror than comedy, but still kind of funny. It was called Chameleons, but it was spelled like K-A-M-I-L-L-I-O-N-S instead of Chameleon. Oh, that, that's another movie I wanted to watch. Yeah, that one was pretty good. I enjoyed that. It was sort of okay. like 
that was sort of like a riff on like somebody saw from beyond but yeah I want to see that movie okay good there's another one I need to watch you can you know I've seen that on like Amazon Prime though oh is it yeah if you can find a better version of it you might want to because <laughs> again I mean you know it's all just VHS quality stuff I think the weirdest thing I saw on there so far, and it's not that the movie itself is very weird, it's what I'm going to tell you about it that's weird. Um, it was called Nightmare on the 13th Floor. It was a made-for-TV movie in 1990. Mm-hmm. Um, plot was, you know, somebody's killing people on a hidden 13th floor of an old hotel where, like, a hundred years ago, some other mass murderer used to take his victims to, to kill him. Mm-hmm pretty basic, you know, stuff like that. Um, recognized a few of the actors from other, like, TV shows. Uh, and it, it was competent. It was not great or anything, but when I went to go look it up, I found somebody that made a, had made a fan site for it. A fan site? Yeah, and it was, like, fairly elaborate. A bunch of different sections in it and, like, all kinds of information about the movie and stuff, and apparently, like... When this person saw it, they were like eight or something like that. It just scared the shit out of them. And so they tracked it down. Because I, it, um, you know, obviously it was out on VHS. So they tracked it down and then made a fan site about it. <laughs> and it had like a guest book and a message board. I mean, they weren't working anymore. <laughs> so I, I guess they, they assumed other people were also fanatic about it. I'm not sure. It was just that's what I thought was the weirdest thing though, is like somebody was a big enough fan of a weirdo made for TV movie that they dedicated all you know, like an entire thing to it like that. But I guess that's what fandom is. But anyway. Um So yeah, I don't know, like I said, the this thing's just it's pretty much a, a treasure trove so far and yeah anyway um so my brain's been so frazzled and my days keep blurring together that I completely missed the Ohio primaries which they I I didn't completely miss them I got the first part but Ohio's got real screwed up um where they had to split it into two different dates because the, the one for senators and house reps and stuff like that was being contested because of the house maps, the way the Republicans had drawn them, or the, the state map, district maps, is what I mean to say. Um, mm-hmm. Kept getting rejected by the judges because it was considered just too gerrymandered. And um, they basically ran out the clock till a, a, somebody in the federal lower court overrode the Ohio Supreme Court and just said, look, use whatever map was last, or whatever. And uh, so they got their way with the gerrymandered map. I, you know, draw them out. But the result of that was that that part of the primaries was split off into like a month or so later or after the other ones were. And I, I just I got confused about the date and completely missed it yesterday. Fortunately, there wasn't anything else on the ballot that really concerned me besides just primary stuff. Sometimes they, you know, because like there was a school district vote on the ballot, but it was for like. Someplace I, I don't live, so it didn't matter to me. But in Oklahoma, they had a primary where they, they tried to sneak the um, 
a vote on abortion into it. Well, they didn't try. They did. They put it on there mainly because they figured, you know, the primary stuff, generally Democrats don't turn out in numbers for that. Plus, the independents usually don't turn out because on a primary ballot, they can't really vote for either party, according to what I read. Anyway, um, so they they put this abortion vote on the on their ballot there, and lo and behold, I guess the independents and Democrats turned out in numbers and rejected it. Which is a good thing. Very. I mean, you know, any win counts, right? Very. Um. Yay. Indeed. Yay, Mike. Yay. Um. I'm trying to think of something cool, because aside from all these really dumb movies I've been watching, my days are just like kind of the same over and over. It's getting really kind of depressing, actually. <laughs> well, I don't know what to do about it. I don't know. Sing me a song. No. Sing out loud, Mike. Sing out strong. No? Okay, then. Um, moving on. That Doris Day, she was a looker. What? I don't know, man. What is your deal? Just, you know, reaching. Um. Yeah, I got nothing. Sorry, I'm done. Right. I guess we're done this week. <laughs> I, for the life of me, I'm having trouble thinking, like, what else to talk about. Yes, I'm... What, uh, what, uh, on, uh, what, how long has we been recording? Uh, 27. Less than a half hour. Uh, mm-hmm. so, uh, tell the fine folks what your booth number is for C2E2 this weekend. G5. G5. No, G4. G4. I've been moved. G is in Jeffrey? G is in Jeffrey? Yeah. That's what you picked. Uh, the most confusing way to do that. G is in Jeff. I'm about to drive there and punch you. Sean said he's gonna drive there and punch you. Go to it. Sweet. I'll get out the beanbag chairs. Um. There's no email this week. Either. G is in gelatin. You are the worst. Just go with the hard G. G as in Grover. Okay. That was in our episode I saw last week. G as in Grover. Grover, what'd you say, 14? Grover, it said G4. Oh, G4, bingo. Or like, uh, uh, he's, 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 I can't deal with it. I can't deal with them. Or like Kesha and a G6. Oh, I don't know. Was that a G6, right? I don't know. Kesha, G6? Kesha. What's he referring to? Is that like a G6? 
It's one of them Keshes. One of them Keshes? <laughs> you got you gonna go get one of them Keshes? Yeah, you scared of her one of them Keshes? Yeah, I had a friend that caught that and I had to go to the Art doctor. Featuring cataracts. What? No. What is happening? It's not what the song is. It's like a G6. Maybe the sample or something, but that wasn't it. You talking about like the G6 Summit? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Something about the G6 Summit. Dropping bottles. Ke- Ke- Kesha was at the G6 Summit? Kesha was at the G6 Summit. Well, alright then. Go Kesha. Um, or a key dollar sign, huh? Yeah. Alright then. Ah! Your face went, huh? So, uh, have you seen those nifty images coming out of the James Webb telescope? No. Man, they're putting the Hubble to shame. Now, not to knock the Hubble, it did a great job for, like, however many years it's been up, but the Webb Telescope is giving us some really pretty stuff. They found a crazy-looking galaxy. It looks like a wagon wheel. Well, they didn't find it. They knew about it already, but we got really good pictures of it, though. Granted, the song with the G6 by Parker's movement does not feature Kesha. My entire life since it came out. Are we still talking about that? Yep. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Head on over to NASA.gov. You can go look at the web images. They're pretty cool. I like space. Space Go into it. Go into space. Space is the place, man. Anyway, um, right then, I guess I can just. Uh, anybody got stuff in stores this week? No. I uh. I stuff in stores next week. Okay. Well, uh, I'm gonna look and just kind of see what's what's there. Feeling a little at sea this week, Mike. Well, I am too, but I don't really have time to deal with it. Yeah, yeah. I hear you, man. <laughs> do you? <laughs> I do. I hear you, man. I, um,. Yeah. What uh? What up? <laughs> no. Oh, another one of those ones. Sorry, while I'm looking at this, I'm gonna talk about another one of those movies I watched. It's called the uh, the BDO, but it's like what? hyphenated. It's D U dash B E A T dash E dash O. That's from 1985. I, uh... The description of it sounded kind of interesting. It was supposed to be a movie about a guy making a movie about Joan Jett who couldn't finish it. 
apparently the story behind this movie is that weird. Anyway, look it up. Um, but the whole thing is like it's presented as people doing a commentary over this slapped together movie about this guy making another movie. And it's terrible. It's like just occasionally you get these cool things of like old footage of like young Joan Jett and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And and that I mean that's cool from an aspect of oh okay this is neat to look at. But the movie itself is just dumb with the commentary. I mean it might have been better without the commentary over top of it. But I think the commentary is supposed to be part of the shtick or whatever. But it was a I don't know I'd, I'd avoid it frankly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I don't even think it's like something you'd watch is what I'm saying. I watched that whatever that was the Rollerblade 6 that kind of that went beyond my (laughs) threshold a little bit Uh, did it set a new bar for stuff didn't set a new bar no okay um the only thing I'm seeing that I worked on is, uh, shoot, oh, Agatsuko out to lunch, number one of four from Oni Press, and Rick and Morty Crisis on C-137, number one of four, also from Oni Press. Didn't, um, hey, Addison, didn't you work on Rush from Vault? Yeah, it's the trade-off. The complete series trade paperbacks in stores this week. Nice. So, uh, yeah, and that's been uh this week on the Crankcast. Good husband. You can reach us at Crankcast.com, Crankcast at gmail.com. Website for Mike is IHateMike.com, and then there's BattlePug.com and. There's C2E2 this weekend, so like joy and merriment will abound. Uh, Mike will not be grumpy. Sure. And uh, wear a mask. I'd appreciate it. Yes. And uh, yeah, so hope you all have a good weekend, and we'll catch you next week. Bye.